0: Welcome to Jay Nolaism. I am your host, Jasmine Nola, and this is my podcast where I say what I want and I keep it real. I discuss celeb gossip, reality TV, and everything I'm going through weekly. While I talk, I'm usually sipping my drink of choice. Now, that would have been my intro probably three years ago, but things have changed and we are adding a new segment called Realish. This is going to be where I'm either talking about serious topics going on in the world or interviewing someone about a certain topic, whether it be race in America, becoming a mother, a business owner, so on, so on. You get it. I'm going to have a different guest every week. They're usually my friends or my family and sometimes literally a total stranger. So sit back and enjoy. This is my advice, my opinion, and as you all know, you can either take it or leave it. How's it going? How's it hanging? What's up? Welcome to another episode of Jnolaism. Here we are again. Haven't had a Wednesday episode in a minute. So I'm back. I'm not better than ever. I'm struggling. Don't know what we're going to I mean, I know what we're going to talk about today, but I'm just, I forgot to record this. It's Tuesday, the day before. I'm trying to bring it to you. Um, you know, I have my friend, Alex Kubo literally texting me about things that I should talk about. It's not that funny. It's just like so much has happened and there's so much that I want to talk about. But I usually like have an outline and everything like that. I don't have that today because, you know, I, I want to get this out and I want to edit it. Even though I don't really edit my podcast. We just go. Unless I say something so ridiculous. I actually don't edit myself. It's more when I have other people on and I have to edit with pauses and if things happen on the Zoom and whatever. But like when I record alone, it's a straight shot. We're not stopping. We're not editing. You're just getting me raw. And that's the best way to get me. So we are going to dive in to... Things that are just, things that maybe didn't happen exactly this week, but like last week, things that are on my mind, things I want to talk about. First, let's start off with where the hell is my stimulus check, Biden? I've been checking my Wells Fargo. Do you know how many t- I've never typed in my Wells Fargo password so quickly. My thumbs, I have carpal tunnel. I need my check, okay? It's a rough time. I leave for my bachelorette um, party on Friday. I would like it by then. You know, so I can have a good time. I mean, is that too much to ask? For my stimulus check to get here before I go on a beautiful three day weekend to Palm Springs. I don't think that's really hard. I I mean, what else do you have going on over there? A lot, but it's fine. Um, second, something that's just technically really on my mind. I'm very bloated. And by bloated I mean I'm packing and by that I mean I look pregnant. Am I? <laughs> no. But do I look it? Yes. Um, again leave for Palm Springs in in a few days. Uh, I am only bringing one one piece. Not sure why I thought this would be the time for me to feel like I could do a two-piece but yet that's all that I bought for this trip. So any picture you see of me just know if it looks really good, it was definitely edited. And that's okay because sometimes you need to edit. We don't always look great and everyone doesn't always need to see us um, when we don't look great. If you remember uh, Gianna um, from the Undateable Girls, I've had them on twice, so she's now Has me on this new thing she posted, and then I felt like she was calling me out. She wasn't obviously calling me out, she was just speaking in general how we all use filters a lot on Instagram and how we shouldn't. I talked a little bit about it in my newsletter a few weeks ago. So now I'm like posting all these busted photos of myself recently, especially like on the stories when I'm doing like my recaps and stuff. I'm not using a filter, I look disgusting. So when I go on my bachelorette trip, I those will be edited. Okay, I just want to put that out now. Don't comment, don't DM me, don't ask me anything stupid. It will be edited, okay? I mean, I'm a good looking girl, but sometimes we need some enhancements. Things need to be smoothed out, sucked in. Listen, okay, it's the first part of knowing that it's wrong is accepting it. And if you still do it after that, that's on you. So like, I know that it's not great that I do that. But I am okay with it and I don't have an issue with it. So then who are you? Who are you to judge me? Because I want to make sure that in my bikini on my bachelorette trip, the last girl's trip that people claim you'll ever have. Why is it we're ranting now? Why is it that we make such a big deal about this? Like I want to go. Let me make this. But I it's a big deal to me. I really want to go on this trip. I cannot wait. But I'm not sure why we keep saying, like, it, like it's a last hurrah, the last girls' trip. Like, I will go on other girls' trips after this. I understand that, like, I'm going to be married going forward, but what? I don't under Maybe have children down the road. But still, even when I have, I feel like that's when we need girls trips the most. Like, yeah, girls trips are fun now, but when you have to come home to your husband and cook for him every night after working a full day, and then you have snotty-nosed kids who are running around like little demons, that's when I need the girls trip. That's when I'll need it. Right now, it's just shits and giggles. But when I really need it, it's like five years from now. That's when I'll need the girls trip. That's when I'll need the bachelorette party to get loose and get wild. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, so that's just a little um personal about me. Need the STEMI, waiting for the STEMI, hoping it drops soon. Someone should should write uh like a rap song called STEMI. That'd be cute. Maybe the baby. I love his voice. Okay, now we're getting crazy. All right, let's dive in. What are we going to talk about? Hmm. Where do I want to start? I have some things here. What did Alexa tell me to talk about? Okay. Let me start out with, I'm going to start talking very fast. It might not make sense. It might get deep. But just know, if you've been a listener for a while, you know that I take this person and this topic very seriously. So just sit back, strap in. We're about to go for a roller coaster ride of my thoughts. Megan and Harry on the Oprah interview. Oh my goodness! I can't... Let me say, I made it very clear to Robbie that night that Sunday night on the seventh. Do not speak. Do not breathe. Um, there is no Sunday night, you know, cuddle session. We'll be watching whatever we usually watch. Like tonight is for Megan. Tonight is Megan's night. Um, so he was very supportive in that, and I truly appreciate him. That is why I'm marrying him. Um, you know, he ate dinner. Uh, he I made him some cookies to like put him to sleep, and he fell asleep on the couch right next to me. It was an amazing. It was the the most bonding experience i think we've ever had i think we've really had a breakthrough in our relationship in that moment um so yeah megan and harry were on megan did the first like a- was it an hour maybe like the first 30 minutes by herself let me say this um just an overall about it i'm gonna start with the overall and then we're gonna cut it up a little bit overall i think it was an amazing interview i thought oprah did an amazing job because she's oprah um megan and harry were they gave us a lot of information and let me say i felt pretty prepared for this like i thought i knew everything that was going to be said but they dropped some bombs but in a very sophisticated way that's what i love most about them it was like they were like throwing bombs here and there but then like so poised about it I want to get like that one day. I'm not there yet, but you know, that's what we call growth. And one day I will grow. But right now we're just at a standstill. So uh, overall, great interview. I would rating, I would give it a 7.5 out of 10. And once I break it down, then you'll know why. But yeah, 7.5 for sure. So let's start with the beginning very quickly in you know it was just megan and Oprah and let me tell you i hate to say this because we know how i feel about this woman megan screwed up and i can say that the one thing about me is if i stand you i have no problem saying when you're wrong i don't mind that i used to be a big Kim Kardashian stand but like when she would do stupid stuff i i, I always you know i called it out I would text her and be like, I'm not with it. And I did the same with Megan. I texted her. She hasn't responded yet, but she's a very busy lady. Loki, she's in hiding because she has no security, but that's okay. Let's move on. So they get on this, they, the, the interview starts, and Megan made it, wanted us all to know, and she made it very clear that she knew nothing about the royal family. Um, She never Googled Harry after their first date or even before it. Uh, and let me say this. Yeah. I don't believe you. And and I'm not saying that she's like a full blown liar. I'm just saying that I, t- I think she wanted to start it off because I think she knows how people feel about her. And I feel like she wanted to make sure like everyone thought she was a victim right to start. And it didn't play off that way, especially to me who is a fan of her. So I can only imagine how this played off to people that aren't a fan. To me, it came off like, you just want people to feel so sorry for you. Mind you, we already do. We didn't need this. So the like the lying and the forcing of how you didn't know anything about the royal family, you never knew anything. It's just BS to me. And if it isn't BS, then you're really, really naive. And I don't believe that you're that naive. First of all, just not to make it about me, but like after I met Robbie, not even kidding, got in the car, door shut, didn't even pull out of his parents' driveway. I asked my mother what his last name was, and I found him on Facebook. And the matter, like literally, I don't think it took me more than a minute, probably less because I'm crazy. So it's hard for me to believe that I Googled Robbie the third. After meeting him, I didn't even really meet him. I just shook his hand. Um, You know, and you had a whole date with this man, a prince of a country of a, was it a country? Let's not make myself look stupid. Just a prince, you know, uh, and you didn't Google him. First of all, you didn't need to Google him. Because you knew who he was as soon as he came into the room. You know what I mean? Like, okay, maybe if, so maybe she's using her words carefully because sure, maybe you didn't need to sit and Google him because what is there to Google? He's Prince freaking Harry. We all know him. Let's not forget those Las Vegas photos. What a great time when he was like with all those strippers. He was such like bad boy. Love. That's what I love most about him because he's come full circle. You know, when I was talking about growth earlier, that's Harry love him so yeah she i would say the start of the interview made me be like megan sweetie honey sit down no and then for her to say she lied on dorinda and do not we don't lie on our mothers for her to be like my mom even asked me did uh, diana ever do an interview girl my unborn child has seen that interview of diana let's stop like that's when I was like, Megan, sweet, just just give us the tea. We don't need to do all this. We don't need to like try and make ourselves look much better. Like we, you haven't even said anything and I already believe you about what they've done. So just zip it and say what we want to hear. I don't care about this. I don't care that you and your mother claim you've never watched a Diana interview or that you didn't know anything about the royal family. That's BS. People who aren't even obsessed with the royal family like I am or people like even more obsessed than I am are. Everyone knows about the royal family. You know Queen Elizabeth. And if you don't know Queen Elizabeth, you definitely know who Prince Charles is and Diana because everyone knows who Diana is. So because you know who Diana is, it means that you know who William and Harry are. So, please. I told you this was going to get crazy. So... That is where, in the beginning of it, I, w- I was like, Megan, this is this this is bad. We're not starting off right. But she got it together. She brought herself back. And then she just started talking about what had happened in the royal family. I'm not going to dig into it bit by bit. But what I will say are the things that stood out to me. Um, would obviously be what stood out to everybody else. And sorry, Fenty was like, looked like he was about to pee. So I had to push him away. Um what stood out to everybody else. The first definitely being who, um, the question about Archie's skin tone. So let me, I'm going to start with this one because I know it's going to, I'm going to go off. So let me say this. I'm going to tell you who I think asked the question and I'm going to say it's Charles. I'm going to say it's Charles, because Charles seems like the most ignorant of the bunch. And not saying that I believe that Kate and William are ignorant, but I think that they're smart enough to know what to say and when to say it. I don't think Charles is that smart. So I believe that it was Harry's father, Prince Charles. And he's the one who said, what what color do you think the baby's going to be? Sir? Sir? I don't know. Because I won't know until he's, first of all, racist or not, even if like a black person asked me that, I would just look at them like, are you stupid? Are you? First of all, no one can even answer that question because you wouldn't know. Even two black people, like let's say like if me and then I dated someone and I was had a baby with someone that looked like Idris Elba. We don't even know what color our baby could be. It is in between so many hues that it could come out of. So it's a dumb question, white, black, pink. It's just a stupid, ignorant question. Zip your pie hole. Um, When she dropped that, was I shocked that someone asked that? No. Was I shocked that she spilled the tea that someone asked that? Yes, but here is where the issue lies. I'm in a relationship. As most of us are. Um, After, once you get to a certain age, you know, there are conversations that you have with your significant other, okay? And then there are conversations that you have either with your parents, your grandparents, your cousins, your family. You don't always have to take those conversations back, you know? So this is where it gets deep for me, taking the race part out of it. Megan was not a part of that conversation, correct? So that conversation was between Harry and whoever said it, AKA Prince Charles and whoever else was in the room, but it wasn't Megan. Harry went home and told Megan while she was pregnant. Also, we know about how she was going through a very hard time. So I'm not saying, I know people feel like, you should share everything with your significant other. Some things are better left unsaid. Some things are fine to keep to yourself if it's going to create nothing but drama. She is your wife and they are your family. And yes, you can, you've left your family, but they will always be your family. So now there's this thing. There is a thing between your wife and the family that can never be unsaid, that can never go back. And like they said it only to you and you did not have to go back and tell her that that is where I get annoyed with Harry on a sense. I love them both. I think that Harry loves Megan. I think he is actually obsessed with her, but some part of him is using her and she she is his scapegoat. he's he's been unhappy for a while. They killed his mother. We all know this right? Okay, yeah, let's move on so he's not been happy with his position and his family for a very long time, but he's never had the support of anyone to walk away from this from. So he brought this woman in who, after listening to the interview, if she she really is as naive as she says she was, he didn't really help her much. And that's why I don't think that this all is fully on the family and the firm and the monarchy and whatever other names that they called out, um... Harry has to take responsibility. you brought Megan into this world. Your job was to protect her, and yes, now you are, but what happened along the way that got us here you do you are you guys following me? Raise your hand if you are so what I'm saying is she gave us a story about how they were going to meet his grandmother, and she didn't know um had a curtsy and he brought up like, they were driving and he was like, oh, you're gonna meet my grandmother today. Do you know how to curtsy? And she was like, curtsy? Like, I'm just meeting your family. Like, it's not like a open thing, you know, like for the public, it's just, he was like, yeah, but you still need to know how to curtsy. Yeah, no, that should have been a discussion before the car ride. You know what I mean? It's like, why? uh, Yes, Megan should have done more work, but Harry's a part of that world. So he knows everything going on. So you needed to have this conversation with her maybe the night before, you know, the day before, a month ago, when you proposed, you know, on the first date, I don't know, but this conversation should not be happening in the car on the way to meet Queen Elizabeth. Like that is what's crazy to me. And it just seems like everyone wants to blame Meghan. Now, Meghan is a grown woman. Yes, but, We don't know anything about this world. Like, yeah, we know what we see on TV, but like, think about it. We can trash talk um, Trump all day. I could walk past Trump on the street and not say anything. Vice versa, someone could walk past Biden on the street and literally not give two shits he wouldn't have. You wouldn't have to curtsy. You wouldn't have to even recognize him. Obama, Bush, anybody, name them. You could walk right past them while they're in the presidency, after the presidency. It doesn't matter. We live in a, like, we live in a democracy. It's just different here. So we don't really know anything about it. And I just feel like Harry didn't do a very good job of informing this woman that he claims to love and, you know, he sees a future with about what her roles were going to be and how life would be. Um, I just, he, I noticed that on the interview um, and I just think that I am happy for them now I'm happy that they are both in a good place with each other but at the end of the day that is still his family and yes you are his family now and I mean as someone who's about to get married I just feel like Yes, I am this, I am now this person's everything, and we are creating our own family, but it doesn't erase what you've had before me. Speaking in terms of family, not couples and things like that, but you know what I mean? Like, I would like the person that I with to have a good relationship with their family. Yes, this is more, on. Uh, yes, the family is a little different, but, and it's not just a family, like, it's a monarch, it's a whole thing. And maybe if this was something that neither of you could handle, we should have thought about this before the ring from Africa and the diamond and the pearls and the crown and all of this other stuff. It doesn't, it feels like these two, it, it doesn't feel like these people are in their 30s, almost 40. Let me say this. It feels like these are very two young people who just are coasting through life and think that everything's going to be fine. And it's like, no. Mm. Life knocked on the door and said, hi, I'm racism. Hi. Nice to meet you. It's, I don't know what else happened. So, you know, Harry should have done better. He's protecting his wife now. Very happy for them. Oh, speaking of protection, they took the security. That's crazy, right? Right. That's a little, I'm still, I got to do more research on that one. I was talking to one of my friends and they let me know that apparently them taking, them saying Archie doesn't have security isn't that crazy because Princess Beatrice and Princess Eugenia, like none of those people have security from the monarchy. They have to get their own private security. So now I'm just like, did y'all throw that in there thinking, cause like as Americans, we wouldn't know that. Like I didn't know that, even though I claim to be like really obsessed with, the royal family there are some things i don't know i'm not that obsessed you know i i I, i'm more obsessed with the kardashians if anything so that's my royal family um but so then it's like okay are you guys like kind of feeding us things that we would think would be like oh this is wrong or is it stuff that you were just pissed because you assumed archie should have gotten security i think they should all get security i think it's crazy that i hold a title i'm your grandchild Um, no, I might not be an heir, but hi, I'm here. I'm alive. And I'm, I didn't ask to be a part of this family. How can you not support me with security? Find that very crazy, um, on all levels, not just Archie. I find it crazy for Princess Eugenia, Princess, um, Beatrice, all those other ones that I don't really know of. So crazy Like, Princess Charlotte and uh, Prince George, and then they have a new child. I don't know his name, but, like, they all have security because, obviously, they are heirs. But technically, I guess if her two brothers were to die. I was thinking about Princess Charlotte, William and Kate's child. I don't know. Let's not stick too hard on it. Anyway, we'll see. Whatever happens. Maybe one day she'll come out with a tell-all that she couldn't get security either. So, what else happened? Oh, okay. This is the last thing I want to talk about with them, if anything. Oh, no, there's two more things. Okay, so the first thing is the mental breakdown that Megan told us about. That was the one thing I was not expecting. I was not prepared for that. Um, That really broke my heart and made me feel terrible for, Makes me feel terrible for anyone that goes through a very rough time, especially a depression. And I just want to say to all the people saying that, like, she's making it up to, no, stop. Let's stop right there one do you know how bad it had to be for you to want to, and you to be in such a bad depression that you want to take your life while pregnant someone who is older cuz i think Megan is 36 37 and a black woman so if you don't know this this is a fact it's really hard for black women to get pregnant after the age of like 34 all women but especially black women um, we we go through a lot um, that's why my cutoff year is 32. And if it doesn't happen, I'm not dealing with the stress, um, on my body or my mental, but I can only imagine how hard it was for her to get pregnant with Archie and then to be in that moment and be so in a deep, dark depression that she wanted to take her life while pregnant. Do you understand where she had to be mentally? And that's when I'm I'm assuming the light went on for Harry like we have to get out of here and I applaud him for that because that is such a big step of him, you know, understanding that and I think it is he does definitely feel guilt like he brought her into this. So like how could you not feel guilt? No, it's not his fault. But, uh, you know, she came in here, they took her passport, they took her keys and like I mean, I was talking to my mom about it. She's like, yeah, but think about it. She has a driver. It doesn't matter. Like, not that I'm in a deep... This is not um, comparing the two, but, like, when I didn't have my own car, I hate relying on other people. I hate not being able... When I didn't have my own car, like, just to, like, grab my keys and go. Or, like, you have to ask permission, basically, like, can I borrow your car? She couldn't even ask to borrow a car because she didn't have a license. She didn't have a passport. She couldn't go anywhere. She couldn't even go to... if she, if she had her period and literally wanted a Hershey bar, she couldn't go and get it. If she had her last freaking tampon and was like, oh, I'm only on day one. I need to go to the store. Sometimes, yeah, I know we're all like, it'd be great to have someone go to the store. Girl, no, I need super plus. Plus, I need the pads for backup in case it's a heavy flow. You know what I mean? Like, some things you just want to do on your own. I know we all think like we want that life, but we low-key don't. I do. But... I enjoy going to the store and getting th- Like the other day I went to ShopRite and like we had a grocery list, but I got some things that I didn't want. Could someone else do that for me? No. And sometimes you don't know that you want the um, peanut butter chocolate cover, the peanut butter chocolate Oreos until you get to the store and you see them. So how can my little aide know to get me those things when I didn't even know I needed them until I was in the cookie aisle? And I low-key wasn't even in the cookie aisle. I walked past the cookie aisle, and I saw the cookies, and I said, oh, I want those, and I got them in there. Here we are. And now I'm four cookies deep, and then, okay. It's not about me. Let's move on. So that had to be very hard for her, you know? I just, I'm sorry, y'all. I think my robot just started. It's Robbie home? Okay, I hope he started it. Let's text him. Did you start? Oh, he said leaving now from work. Did you start? I'm sorry that you guys are getting in. This is something I probably should edit out, but I probably won't. Anyway, let's wrap up because that means he's almost home and I'm in his office. So that I was very shocked by the depression talk. Um, obviously, Oprah was too. It was very sad. I'm glad that Megan obviously worked through that. I find it crazy that they didn't want to get her help. Um, but whatever she, I, I, I think I listened to some, what was I listening to? Like, a, um, I don't know if it was another podcast or an interview, like Good Morning America or something. And someone said like, they would have loved more information on how she got out of it alone since she didn't have help. And I agree with that. I would love if I know that they have a podcast. Um, I would love for her to sit down and explain to us how she worked through that. Not, not for selfish reasons to know. Um, the information, but for other people that are going through it, and maybe you kind of are on that brink, but what if you don't have a Harry? What if you're alone? You know what I mean? Especially with COVID, a lot of people aren't seeing their families. They're staying, they're by themselves. Like, how can you, what if you can't, what if you've lost your job and you can't afford a therapist to even get yourself the help, to get either get the medication if you need medication or the therapist? Like, what how, how did that work for her? I would love more background information on that. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about was, um, racism. So yeah. Um, I'm going to wrap this up because I didn't want to spend too much time on the Megan thing, but I knew I would. That's why I wanted to do it first. So I spoke about it on my Instagram stories on the J Nolaism page. It felt like, Megan has never truly dealt with racism before. Do I think that Megan knows that she's black? Yes. But let's be honest. Megan is very fair. She basically looks white. Um. So I just feel like this was her first encounter with racism. And Robbie's asking me to take out the trash, sweetie. I'm recording. I'm working. Thank you. Um. It came off as if this was her first real insight to what it feels to be a black woman. I could be saying that ignorantly, obviously I don't know what else she's been through, but you know, if you look at like where she went to school, where she grew up, she obviously has a lot of white friends besides Serena Williams. I, I've i never seen a picture with Megan with anyone of color. No shade, not trying to be funny. I'm just being honest of my observation. Um, her last husband, white, uh, her current husband, white, she is half white. So, uh, her siblings, white, you know, it's, she seems to have grown up in a bubble, which we all have. I have, I'm not judging, but as a 36 year old woman, it seems like she was just very taken aback by everything that had happened because of her race. Um, and yeah, I was a little disappointed in that. I thought that maybe I don't know. I don't know how best to describe it because I'm not judging her. It's just as a biracial woman, it's hard. I guess I'm trying to understand. It's hard for me to understand because I guess I was just raised in a black household. Yes, I'm 25, which I talked about on the last episode, um, on our last like Wednesday episode. That yes, I am half. Well, I'm not half. I'm 25 percent. Asian. But I guess I've never grown up with that culture, so I've never really had to like feel like there's a go back and forth. But on the other hand, I feel like I'm screaming, I'm sorry. I am aware of that I am a light-skinned woman that I do have straight that I wear my straight hair all the time. I don't really wear my hair curly. Um and when I walk into rooms, I do feel the pull of do I want to go over there? Um you know, well this is more high school not now, but like, you know, I always did feel that Weirdness where, you know, there were separate groups. There was the black group, there was the white group, and with my skin color and my hair, where do I fit in? But at the same time, I always knew I was black. Like I wasn't going over this to the white side, like I wanna be white today. It was just like I'm looking at the black side and they're kind of giving me looks, and I'm not sure if I want to go over there. Um, so I'm gonna go over here because They seem a little bit more welcoming. That's just my personal experience. I can't speak for others. Um, So I don't know what it's like when you actually feel that at home, I guess. And you have to differentiate with what you are in the inside. Because in the inside, I am not half white, half black. I am just black. I know my DNA might say something else. But like, I am black. I live in my blackness. I know that I'm black. And it is what it is. Um, And I would never pretend not to be or be in a room and be shocked that something crazy has happened to me. Like, I've gone to stores with white friends and, like, not even been followed, literally been invisible and walked out. And it was obviously because of my skin color. So... It's just hard for me to understand how Megan can't comprehend that at her age. And that's where I'm going to leave that. Maybe that's too harsh. Maybe I'm digging too much into it. I don't know. I feel the same way about Matt James, but I'm no longer talking about The Bachelor anymore. Well, not anymore ever. I just need a break. I'm exhausted. If you want to know more, then you better. I talk about it on the stories, but on the podcast, it's too long-winded. I'm over it. The Bachelor franchise needs to do work. That's all I'm going to say. So let's move on to the next one. That's it for the Megan Harry thing. I'm going to wrap this up really quick because I went a little bit over, but I couldn't help myself. That, that I've been holding on to that one. I was supposed to. Don't worry about it. we were supposed to have an episode of just about Megan Harry. We didn't get it. So here we are. Next, JLo and A-Rod have broken up, but not really. They are confusing the hell out of me because first it came out that they broke up. Then everyone was talking about like it was about Madison from Southern Charm because she and A-Rod were signing each other's DMs and he was like in her photos and she was supposed to go to Miami, but she never went to Miami and they never really actually like had intercourse. But they DMed, they most likely talked on Zoom. I don't know. Maybe someone called Craig. He probably knows um but then it came out either the same day or the next day. I can't even remember all my days are a blur right now ever since um we lost an hour. But it came out that they're just calling off the engagement. They're not actually um over and they are long distance and they're just trying to work on it. I don't understand. I don't I think they're actually really broken up and I don't think JLo wanted to give Megan, um, like Megan. Oh my God, I'm getting people mixed up. I don't think she wanted to give Madison the satisfaction that she broke up her family. So yeah, th- they decided to do this. A-Rod flew out to Dominican Republic where JLo is filming a new movie. He, um, he's made many promises to her. So this is on L.com. I'm just going to read you a little bit. Um, a-Rod and Jennifer Lopez for your relationship, Eve reported over the weekend was on its last leg. Um, but it came out later that the two saying that they are staying together and they are working through some things. Things were bad. Then Alex is fully aware that this relationship is currently hanging on by a thread. A source told the outlet. Ooh. Uh, A-Rod, A-Rod has flown out to the Dominican Republic where J-Lo is filming a new movie so he can fight for their relationship in person. Um, A-Rod is do everything A-Rod is doing to try to convince J-Lo their relationship can be salvaged. Page six. Meanwhile got a better picture of what things hopefully look like. Hmm. I don't know. I think it's BS. I think they're really broken up. I think that's what that is. Let's move on. What's next? Hmm. Okay. Should we talk about the Grammys? i didn't really watch it but i did look at the red carpet and all i have to say is it was a hot ass mess um i didn't like the only person i liked was dua lipa like fully head to toe perfect dua lipa um that no one else looked good to me yeah i don't even think i have anything else to say about it i i did not find anyone else's outfit. Great. I did not watch. Um, I did see that Beyonce got the most Grammys or something. I'm not even going to pretend to talk about it because again, I did not watch the Grammys. I, I, I'm not really a Grammys person. I'm, I'm not a music person. Like I just play whatever. Like I still listen to Glee songs. I like country. I love a little Carrie Underwood. Um, I, Plug my phone in. I have Apple Music and I play, you know, top hits. If I like a song, I, I add it to my playlist. Um, I can't. I wish I had more for you. I just don't. I don't care enough about music like that. I wish I did. I don't. I heard that Megan Thee Stallion did great things um, and won some award. Don't know what award, but happy for her. Maybe best album. I don't know. Let's stop. Um what else is there? I'm not talking about the bachelor. Huh. I think that's it. Let's wrap it up. Um I can't think of anything else. Anything on Bravo? Oh, okay. Wait, really quickly. So, some little tea Summer House. This isn't about Summer House, but we're getting a new show called Winter House. I'm very excited. As of now, we have Amanda and Kyle, um, Sierra from this season. Love that. Paige. Hannah's not there. And then we have Craig and Austin. I think Danielle was there. Danielle from Summer House. Because I saw on her Instagram that she was uh, posting that she was in Park City, Utah. But she didn't post... Um. Anybody else? Let's see. Yeah, she was posting. She posted one, two, three, four, five, six. She posted six um posts from there. She's been there since March third. Loving that journey for her. Um, Sierra was posting a little bit too. Um, a I man. So yeah, the we're merging S- uh, Southern Charm and Summer House. I love that. Um, I would have liked if we could have added like someone from Vanderpump, but I guess everyone's pregnant. That probably was the goal, but everybody's pregnant. Who on Vanderpump is not Kristen? Kristen, cause Kristen is mentally unstable, but in the best way for TV. Like sh- they- she should be on medication, taking two pills a day period. Um, I would have liked to see Chris J. Okay. Wait, why didn't anybody call me? This is who we should have had. Kyle and Amanda, Sierra, Page. I'm fine with Danielle. too. I mean, they just throw Danielle in the summer house anyway. So why not throw her in the winter, uh, winter house? That's fine. I would have liked Shep, Craig. Oh no, Shep's in a relationship now, but isn't Craig too? Whatever. All right, forget it. So let's do Craig. Austin. I would have liked to see that um that new the new black girl Vanetta I Vanita Vanita Vanetta whoever the black girl was that was gorgeous on um Southern Charm this season would have liked that I would love to see Madison but with Austin there that's too much chaos for me so those three would have been fine Vanderpump I would have liked um, Raquel James Kristen and The new girl, Dana. Why did we not add? Maybe we did. Let me... We're approaching 40 minutes. I need to wrap this up. But I just want to see Winter House cast. Why did we not add anybody from Vanderpump? This was a missed opportunity. This was a very missed opportunity. Okay, Winter House is coming. What we know so far. It's just, yeah, Summer House and Southern Charm. Kyle Cook and Amanda, that's great. Paige, yes. Oh, Lindsay was there? Okay, I love Lindsay. Sierra, Craig, Austin. That's all they Okay. All right, that's fine. I mean, it's gonna be great. I'm gonna watch it. I'm definitely going to recap it. It's going to get its own reality recap, trust and belief. Okay. Um, But thank you guys um, for sitting and listening to me rant. Hope my stimmy checks come. I hope my bloat drops by Friday. You all have a lovely week. And reminder, you most likely will not be getting a reality recap next week or a Wednesday episode. Next week might be zero, but I will do my best. Don't look forward to it because it might not happen. Love you. Bye. And that wraps it up for this episode of Jaynolaism. You know where to find us at Jaynolaism on Instagram. And please share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have Apple Podcasts, oh, you're a Droid user, sorry. But you can also listen on Spotify and, of course, Anchor.